All information given in this episode is for educational purposes and should not be tried prior to consulting a licensed physician and or certified state or accrediting bodies. We encourage all listeners to research, talk, and make all inquiries to all of the important professionals and governing bodies before acting on any information heard on the Day Love It podcast. Any action taken by any listener is done by and under their own omission and action, whether conscious to the results, positive or not. Salutations and proclamations. It is I, it is you, it is us, it is we. Together, we make up the digital family that is the De La Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Philly's number one son, aka the body alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, bringing you another podcast excursion. Welcome one, welcome all to another episode of the De La Fit Podcast. We have a very, what I think to be interesting show. We're going to be talking about some, um, some, some similar topics that we have discussed before, but that I think need to be retouched on. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about losing weight in the first half of this podcast, just because I get asked a lot of questions by people on how to lose uh, body fat, uh, belly fat, um, how to start coming down in size. So I want to talk a little bit about that in the beginning of the show and touch on that talk really about the points about how you begin the process of starting to lose fat how to start a more active lifestyle because uh when we start talking about decreasing the amount of fat that we have in our bodies um a lot of times it's about really changing our complete way of thinking about our lives and just how we do things so that's going to be something we're going to talk about later in the podcast also i want to talk a little bit about how to deal with negative energy or lackluster type of individuals in your space that's something i've been uh, dealing with a lot kind of want to have that conversation and just put it out there with uh, my podcast family and see how you feel about it also, we're going to talk about uh, some future guests because there are a lot of uh, interesting things that are coming up onto the show. I'm very excited. I always like to talk about what's going to be coming next and the things that we're planning to do. So uh, it's going to be a great podcast. I'm so excited and uh, I just can't wait to get involved in it. But before we start the conversation, I just want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in. We have had some great shows. Uh, we had our uh, show, a couple of shows last week, the show with uh, Dr. Cass and uh, Holistic Counselor Orisha or Sean. Uh, and it was an awesome, phenomenal show. I'm still getting um, uh, responses based on that uh, and individuals who are interested in that. 
Also, uh, I'd like to thank some of the listeners who uh, text us and send emails and send voice messages. We really thank you. Uh, when we hear from you, it makes the show more interesting, or I should say, or it brings more life to it because again we view this show and we want all the listeners out there to view this show as a resource we don't want you to have to uh feel as though you're stuck in the quandary of what is fitness or how do you begin that journey to fitness and it really is a journey it's a journey that lasts a lifetime so with that being said um Hearing from you, hearing your questions, hearing your comments, the things that are interesting to you, the things you want to know about is not only a, a, a blessing and an immense uh, source of, um, how do I say it, positivity because you trust us with the questions. You know what I mean? So I really want to just thank all the listeners out there who are taking the time to call, email, and just leave voice messages and text us about the topics. And we encourage all of you listeners out there to do that. We encourage you, if you want to send us an email, you can email us at uh, gmail.com, excuse me, at um, daylightfit13 at gmail.com. You can reach us at our website, which is www com. You can also call us on our hotline, which is, and I'm so bad at this. I do this every time, everyone. I'm, I don't know how I don't, I don't know how I don't get this right. Um, let me see. I can't believe it. I do it all the time. I think it's 267-408. I'm bad at that. I'll come back with that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, you know what? You know what it is? Seriously, it's the cell phone age. And in the cell phone age, uh, I remember, just for everybody out there, I know I'm predating myself. I'm just showing a little bit of information, but I was raised in the age prior to the internet. I'm an 80s, 80s baby. And I remember when I used to, uh, when you used to go out and used to take uh, a note and pad with you in case somebody wanted to give you your number in case you had to make a phone call. I, re- I, was, I remember when uh, telephone booths were actually in use, you know, so I'm actually dating myself out there. <laughs> I know all the millennials are like, what is a telephone booth? What is what? What is that? But um, uh, so. For me, at times, when I do this podcast, I really don't like to hold things in my hand. I don't like to uh, be encumbered by anything because I try to make this seem as as it is, as a conversation. And, um, you know, uh, I'm still not good with the numbers. Hey, look, give me credit. I remember the email and the website. So we'll actually have that for you later in the podcast. Oh, also, I, I can say there is a link in our bio. Uh, if you're listening to us on Anchor, uh, and it's also uh, in our advertisements and also on our, uh, I think it's on our website. So um, you can find the number there for our hotline. You can call, leave a message, and we will respond. We will get back to you. Hey, we might even pick your your topic or your your voice message to be on our show. So we are. I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you, but. I think it's going to be a very great show. I'm excited about it. And I'm excited to tell you all about a lot of the the future um, guests that are coming on. So I got a couple that's going to we're going to talk about. But before that, let's get into these sponsors and uh, then we can come back. 
You know where you are. You're here with your family. The Daily Fit Podcast. Your home. Kick your feet up. Relax. Be safe. Delafit Podcast is now available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music. You're now tuned into the Delafit Podcast. Welcome back to the 360 Degrees of Holistic Fitness and Health All in One Podcast. That is the Delafit Podcast. So, recently had a conversation with uh, an individual and they asked me they were like listen you know um i want to learn how to lose some belly fat i want to learn how to use you know uh just get a little bit tighter get a bit a little bit more tone what can i do and the first thing i asked them was the fact of you know well how what's your diet like how active are you those are the two things i basically like to know um One thing I would tell many of you listeners out there is that as a trainer, I often get asked questions, but I'm often amazed how many times that I get asked questions. And before I can answer the question, individuals will already answer what they think they need to do to actually uh, lose weight. And I find it really interesting because I feel that It's a mixture of things. One, people generally, well, I should say some individuals generally know what they need to do. It's just they want to hear it back. They want to hear or confirm what they already know. And then two, there are generally some people that really don't know what it is that they need to do. Um, So I was talking to an individual and I found that the best thing to do is to make it short and sweet with everybody. One thing I initially, when I first started getting my uh, certifications and things like that, all the talk was highly scientific and with the proper terminology and all those things. And that, you know, the thing was, I'm going to teach these people how to do this and what this term is and rhomboids and macros. And you know what? One thing I learned is that people don't want to hear that bullshit. They want the answer to their question and they want it now. And that's not because people don't want to be educated. It's just because of the time that we live in now we live in the microwave society you know the get it your way extremely fast and extremely without um having to wait times so what i've had to do is adapt with that to adapt the principles of how to educate individuals on how to lose weight because we're taught not to have patience now uh, and this is no knock on millennials. This is no knock on anybody because it's it doesn't matter what your age is. The way things are working now, you're we're taught not to have patience. You know, if you think about how computers have changed within just the last five, we'll say eight years. Eight years ago, you didn't have half of the technology that you have now. Things were moving extremely quick. Now, if you take the technology that we have now back eight years ago, as if you had a perpetual time machine or something like that, you could step through time. You would be like, wow, you know, we that was so slow. That took so long. But now we're moving at such great speeds. 
which is amazing when it comes to technology. It's amazing the advances that we're making with technology. Unfortunately, what we're not doing within ourselves, what's not being promoted within ourselves is the key word, which I've said this time and time again, mindfulness, uh, paying attention and core principles, core teachings, which is something that will never go out of style. Patience. Patience is truly a virtue. And with all of the technology that we're learning to use, patience still needs to be taught. Why? Because it's technology and it's fallible. Human beings in our perfect creative creative status in our creation in the 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 way we were made we are made to error so that we can learn that continues the perfection you know um we have to remember this and practice those patience and practice those things that are necessary so when we don't what takes place is that We get into the mindset that we've uh, been taken to, which is that, you know, we want things, but we're not willing to see it through, which takes me back to our main topic. I hope I didn't get too far off, which is the fact of losing weight and how I've had to adapt some of the things I tell people. So I was having a conversation with an individual and uh, they were just saying, you know, how do I lose weight? And I just broke it down simply. I said, listen. How active are you? What's your diet like? So they started telling me a little bit about what their diet is like. They started telling me a little bit about what they're doing. And what I started to hear was that this individual is doing the best they can with their diet. They're trying to eat, you know, as best that they can. And they're they're they're, they're snacking. They like to snack. But fairly, their snacks are, are pretty healthy. They're not too bad. So, you know, I, I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, granola here, things here. Nothing was really bad. It was more in the fact of just them being active. They admitted that they were not an active person, not because they didn't want to be, but because of their job. I broke it down. I was like, all right, listen, this is what we have to do. One, you know, you told me a little bit about your diet. You told me you're not active. So, you know, we need to start to book time for ourselves. You have to book the time and you have to think of it as just as important as what you're doing for your family, for your self-preservation, because this is self-preservation. You know, and this person's schedule was extremely condensed. The thing I wanted to tell them, and I told them mainly, is the fact you're going to have to book this time. Definitely book the time. And before I could kind of finish, they were like, you know, I'm thinking of joining the gym. This is one thing I would tell a lot of individuals out there. And if you're listening, uh, I want you to hear this and listen well. And for the many gym owners out there, you're not going to like this, but just listen. I'm going to tell many people out there. Do not join a gym right off the bat. Yes, I'm saying do not join a gym right away. That's not exactly uh, the first thing you should do. And I, I can hear again. I said it j- j- before, but I'm saying it again. I can, hear, you know, I can hear all the gym owners and trainers that own studios screaming at the top of their lungs. But here's the thing: we don't live in the same age as we used to. Businesses are different. Uh, Gyms are no different than any other business. They want to 
get clients. They want people to come in and use the facilities so that they can make money. When you're in there and you come in and you have your membership, they have their annual membership. Not only do they have their annual membership, but the thing of it is, is that they also want you to buy if they have their their little uh, smoothie bars. You know, they want you to buy merchandise, buy shirts, buy uh, smoothies, drinks, water, things like that. They want you to spend their money while you're in their establishment. That's why they're constantly upgrading. That's why they're adding pieces, bringing in new equipment because they want you to spend time there and they want you to spend your money. So while I'm not against that and while I love the gym atmosphere, for a lot of people who are just starting out or just going back to being active, I'm going to tell you this. Start with the basics. Remember the things you used to like to do when you were more active and start with those. So I would give an example, which is walk. If you're a walker, you like walking, take walks. Start slow. Build with that. Swimming. Build with that. Go swimming. Dancing. If you're a type of person that loves music, go out dancing. Whatever it is that's going to get you moving again do it and these are things that with the exception of swimming that you don't have to spend a lot of money to do you can literally and i know some people out there might feel foolish but listen you know if you have music play the music in your house have a dance party in your house just for you just enjoy it for you you know, go back to those moments, you know, get turn on that music. You know, I don't do whatever you have to do. Just use that as a, an excuse. If you, you have children and you want a moment, look, you know, mommy's having a little dance party by herself right now. Daddy's having the, you know, moment right now. Or mom and dad, they're having a dance party by themselves right now. Use that, you know, or make it a date night. Go out, you know, be active, walk. You know, walk with your children, walk with your friends, walk by yourself. It's a moment to take a break. These are things you really don't have to spend money on. Like I said, with the exception of swimming, you know, maybe a membership at your local Y or something like that. But the reason I say these things is the fact of one, walking is going to burn calories. It is a good source of uh, what they would call um, uh, not intense cardio. You know, it's very light on your joints. All right. Uh unless you have severe joint damage or you're uh, have like maybe something like osteoarthritis or something like that you know you might not want to walk that much maybe a little bit of walking or something like that you know but you know definitely be careful but you know you can walk like i said swimming it's low impact excuse me that's the word low impact these are low impact forms of exercise that you can do you know riding a bike you know ride a bike Ride it. Enjoy, you know, enjoy that time to yourself. You know, build on those things. Do the things that you're like. One thing I constantly, constantly, constantly say is the fact of start with the things that you like that are active before you go to a gym. Build on that. Take that small thing and build on it like Legos. Because the other thing of it is, is if you build on it, what's going to take place is one, you're more than highly likely to continue it than if you just purchase a membership to a gym where they're going to hook you into a contract where they're going to take money from your account every so often. 
And in some cases, if you have a gym, like some of the gyms that I have been to, you know, the contracts have the extenuating circumstances in order for you to break the contract. Sometimes these contracts are very difficult to break. So before you get into that type of uh, situation, take the things that you like doing first. Get those things under your belt. Go back to those things. I'm not saying it's easy. I wouldn't lie to you. I'm not going to bullshit you. All right. And you know, right now I'm telling you the truth because I'm not taking any money from you. I don't want your money. Go back to the things you like that are active. Do those first before you spend money on a gym membership. Build on that foundation. Get used to it. Make it fun again. Make your life fun again from that. And you're probably saying right now, how do I do that, son? It's hard. I've got children. I've got a job. I've got this. You know what? You do. So I'm going to be as honest and as blunt as possible. And people might not like the way I'm going to say it. But this is why also we have a, a, a mature setting for this show, which is the fact of that's the that them's the breaks. You're an adult. And if you want something, you're going to work for it. If you truly want to get your activity back, if you truly want to lose weight, if you truly want to get healthy, stop the bullshit. Get back to it. Book the time for yourself. You'll book the time for any other situation. Book the time for you. If you had to get up at four in the morning to go to work, to put food on the table, to pay your rent, because you know that's how you survive. For you to survive, you've got to be healthy. You don't want to get up and feel sick. You don't want to get up and feel sluggish. Stop the bullshit. Don't tell me, oh man, it's so hard. You're right, it is hard. And it's still bullshit. When I say that, I'm saying this because the truth of it is, if you'll get up when you're sick to go to work, don't tell me how hard it is. Unless you are some of these people out here who are battling some debilitate, uh, some uh, horrible disease that's making you hurt. And still, for some of these people, they're still getting up early in the morning, going to work. You can get up and spend some time turning on your favorite music and dancing. You can get up and take a walk. You can get up and go swimming or ride a bike just for the sake of yourself. I'm telling you, find something that's active that you like. That you're going to continue. It's an easy thing. And if you don't know what you like. Experiment. There's nothing wrong with that. But start. So that's the first part I would tell anybody. And that's what I told this one individual. That I had a conversation with. Start with that. Start simple. Next. Diet. A lot of people out there right now. They're like, oh man, I know I eat bad. I do this, I do that. You know what? If you, I'm going to say it like this to you all out there. If you know you eat bad, then I, you don't need to hear it from me. <laughs> That's just the Plato's truth. You don't need to hear it from me. If you know your diet is shit, you don't need me to tell you. So this is what I am going to tell you. Start researching. Start reading. Start figuring out the things that you can do to make your diet better. You didn't just jump in full force with a bad diet, or maybe you did. This is what we're going to do. Take the time, start experimenting, start looking, start researching, start asking questions. Start saying, what's better for me? Is this, this 
uh, I don't like to say salad because I feel like everybody thinks salad is just so much better for you. And that's not always true either. But, you know, is this salad a little bit better for me versus this uh, whatever breakfast sandwich? You know what I'm saying? Uh, wait, wait, wait. It, why don't I, instead of me having this uh, whatever uh, overprocessed, whatever I'm, I'm calling it, why don't I have this bowl of oatmeal? Another thing I ex- I'll say to all of you, start experimenting with making your own healthy snacks. Go to a store, go to go to a market, you know, uh, and, and, and look for things. You know, I don't like to I don't like to throw out brand names. So I'm just going to say this. Go to your your local whole natural produce green junction <laughs> uh, place and look in, in, in the space. You know, look, make your own trail mix, make your own uh, chocolate mix, whatever, you know, do things that's going to help you start out like that. It might not be easy, but you can do it. Start swapping out your, your normal choices of snacks. One thing most of us like to do is we like to deal with comfort. Which is a calm, it's, a, it's a normal part of humanity. We, we like comfort. We like the things that are the same because we don't have to stretch. Same thing with our eating. You know, I'm going to give you an example. Most people who find out I'm vegan, they say this. What do you eat? What do you eat? How do you eat? How do you get your protein? How do you do this? This is the funny thing. When I tell them what I eat, they're like, oh, I couldn't do that. They're like, I need, I need to eat this. I need to, I, I just couldn't do that. I like, I like meat so much. And I'm not turning this into a pro uh, uh, vegan versus non-vegan. No, 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 no. Uh, or anything like that. What I'm saying is the fact of what I find is that most people who say that generally only eat three types of things. Or mostly they only eat basically one major thing, uh, type of uh, meat, which is chicken. They'll have chicken in several different ways. They'll have chick fried chicken, baked chicken, broiled chicken, you know, chicken cutlets, chicken McNuggets, chicken, 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 excuse me, you know, chicken nuggets, excuse me, not McNuggets, don't, don't, not coming at the the chain, just, I'm just saying what people generally eat, Um, what, you know, most people don't even have variety, even in their meat based, as it's called, diets, they eat the same thing all the time so when we ask these questions when somebody brings up these things we have to let's start breaking these these comfort things you know you're reaching for the potato chips let's try something a little different maybe reach for some popcorn maybe reach for some trail mix yeah i know it's not going to taste the same it's really not but try it Instead of grab, grabbing that, swap that out. Try swapping it out at least maybe once, twice a week for something else. That's a start. Change your diet. Tighten up on it. There's some things you might have to look at within your diet that are really not helping you. Maybe it's going food shopping. Maybe it's doing that. But I'm saying all these things because of the fact of I'm trying to get down to the fact of the basics of building off of that. So we've already talked about the fact of becoming active. Now, dealing with your diet. Here's another thing you're going to have to deal with. Consistency. I've talked about this time and time again. Doesn't matter what you do, all right? You've chose the things that you're going to you're going to be active in. 
you've you, you you're starting to swap out these snacks and these these foods for other things that's great but if you're not going to be consistent doesn't matter if you're you're going to book time for yourself but you're not going to be consistent in the days that you're going to book this time guess what you're not going to see the results you're not i don't mean to burst your your bubble but you're not you're wasting your, your time and time is precious and i don't want you to waste your time so let's not do that okay consistency is key which goes back to my main thing of the fact of make your activity something you like same thing with your diet let's start finding healthy versions or healthy things to swap out the really non-nutritious foods there are some fruits and vegetables i'm sure you like Start dealing with those things. There are some different meals that are really healthy that I'm sure you like. Everything can't just be garbage. And if it is, you really need to reevaluate your life. Reevaluate everything. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying you really re- need to reevaluate what's going on with you. Because there's a reason for everything. Why are you eating this way? What makes you eat this way? There's so many different reasons. And there's no blame except the fact of you are the person in charge of you. So while there is no blame, there is a blame if you are an autonomous individual. Meaning if you are an adult who is living on your own and doing things. It can be partial blame. Maybe it's where you come from. This is all you know. Hey, guess what? Understand. Now you can do better. That's where we connect back into that being perfect, making errors because human beings aren't perfect because they don't make errors. They're perfect because they do make errors and they can learn from them. So let's tap into that. Maybe you're a teenager listening to this and listening to this podcast. Guess what? It might be the fact of your home life. All right. Well, I would encourage you to read, talk to your physicians, talk to those people that know maybe your parents don't eat healthy maybe because their parents didn't eat healthy that's okay look for the resources use these resources there's so many great resources research like i said maybe you know next time go to your physician go to your uh, your health uh guidance counselor at school something like that there are so many resources you can do or look up google resources to learn about uh how to eat properly you can do that the internet makes that possible you can take the power back and do better for yourself so those are the things i kind of i just wanted to talk about first because i get this question so many times so many people you know, and I just wanted to talk about that. And I hear so many things. Like I said, I, I often hear the individual tell me, you know, like, you know, ask me the question, how do I do it? And then they answer the question for themselves. Those individuals, I feel like I'm like, you know what you need to do. You just need to hear it back. And then there are the individuals who don't know it all. You know, so I hope these these uh, points help you. And I'm going to go over them real quickly. Again, one book the time for yourself two or i should say book time for yourself book an activity for yourself find an activity number one that you're going to do that is fun for you two diet tighten that diet up 
Three, book the time for yourself. Four, was that four or three? I don't know. I'm mixed up. Sorry. Uh, Four, you know, consistency. Consistency is always key. So again, one, find fun activities that you like to do that are active, that make you move. Two, really work on your diet, diet, tighten it up. Three, book the time. Book the time to do those fun activities that you like to do. Four, consistency is key. I think I said them in order. Uh, Maybe I'll post them or something like that. But those are the things that are most necessary if a person wants to lose weight. And as you go along, there's going to be challenges. But the good thing is that if you're building upon those fun activities that you're doing, like I said before, if they're things that you like to do, hell, man, you're going to keep doing them. And you know what's really going to occur? Occur? What's going to take place is that as you gain more enjoyment and as you continue to do these fun things, the natural occurrence, excuse me, the natural occurrence for you is to be more ambitious. So if you're a walker and you're just walking, you're like, you know what? I used to just walk around the block once, but now I'm walking around the block three times. I'm smoking these walks. I'm going to walk. I don't know. I'm going to walk around the park. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk a nature trail. That's the natural progression because your body's starting to build up. Your body's once more of a challenge. And hey, that walking on the nature trail might turn into, you know what? I want to jog. Like I'm smoking these walks. I'm really I'm really burning these calories. I'm going I'm to do a light jog this time. Next thing you know, you're jogging, you know, you're jogging a half of a mile. Next thing from there, you might be jogging an actual mile to two miles. It's progression. It's progression. And your body's going to scream that at you because the more you do it, the more the more you're doing this fun activity, you know, one, you've already taken the stress off of you, which is the fact of uh, doing it. Because if you don't like to do it, it's going to be a chore. So you've taken that stress off of you. You're doing it. Now your body's going to say, I want more. I want to do more because I'm enjoying this. This is so much fun. Not only that, you're going to start to see that progression in yourself. So those are things to really think about right there. That's why I say, you know, pick that fun activity. Going to get into some other great conversation, you know, um, later in the segment. I want to talk before I switch about some really uh great future shows but I'm, I'm, I'm you know what let me think about it am i going to talk about the future shows now i'm going to say that for later i think i'm going to save that for later um but i wanted to talk about something slightly comical so uh s- kind of switching a little dialogue up to a little bit lighter uh so i do my podcast and i i i I tend to do it. I like to do it when it's quiet. I like to find time. I'll go to the studio. I'll find a private place at home. And, you know, I love to record. I normally have my devices with me because I am not going to front. I'm connected to my technology. I get emails. I get texts this way. This is how I'm able to respond so quickly to a lot of things. But I have to say the comical thing is I, uh, a couple months ago, I taught my mother how to do, uh, what is that? Uh, video chat. And when my mother saw it, she fell in love with it. Cause now anytime she wants to see her children, she can video chat them. 
which is great. It's awesome. Uh, I remember when I taught my mom how to text. My mom was so worried about it. And my mom is a sweetheart. I love her dearly. Uh, she's a little bit of a technophobe. Uh, and the fact that it's not that she can't handle technology. It's just that she becomes a little worried about certain things that, you know, oh, maybe I'm doing this wrong. Oh, I don't want to send the wrong thing to the wrong person and all these other things. So uh, I remember when I was teaching my mom how to text and she was like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? And one day she had to text me something. I think she was in the car and something was taking place. I think they had a flat tire and my father was fixing it. She was just in the car. Something was taking place. And because she really wanted to text, she just started texting and now she's just like a text master she can text she can text emojis the only thing i haven't shown her yet is how to send gifts when i show her how to send gifts is curtains but i taught her how to use uh the android version of facetime which is duo so she loves it so she'll use it and this is kind of like a a, a two-pronged dagger because the fact of uh, i I'm a very ambitious person. I'm, I'm very active. And the thing of it is, is that it, while I'm active, you know, and I have my devices and sometimes I'm doing my podcast and things like that, you know, I like to stay in touch with family for many different reasons, uh, just in case for emergencies or just in just in general. So I'm doing tonight's podcast and my mother calls and she- <laughs> The first thing I, I she does is she sends she does duo. Now I talked to my mother previously. I was like, "Listen, mom." I was like, "Cause she'll do this before. She'll sometimes send a text, and if you don't always respond, she'll call you. But she won't just call you on the phone. She'll do the duo chat. And I'm trying to let her understand that. Listen, when you do that, there's an etiquette to it because just like um, when you visit a person without calling, it's the same etiquette. When you're doing a video chat, it's considered uh, rude. So I explained that to her. She was like, oh, I'm so glad you explained that to me. But she still often has a point of texting me. And if I don't get back right away or she, you know, doesn't hear from me or something, she'll video chat me. And it can be sometimes very difficult. Sometimes I'm conducting an interview. Sometimes I'm in the middle of doing a podcast. But I had to say it's comical because as I'm sitting here doing a podcast, uh, I, I got this ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> which is funny because as soon as I saw it, it was my mom. So if you all hear this, we might keep it in the edited version. Uh, we might not edit it out. I might keep it in. I don't know. But sometimes if you hear something in the background, it might be a message from my mom, you know, who is one of my favorite people in the world. And it's comical, you know. So just just I just wanted to share that, you know, for everybody out there that's listening, you know, that, you know, hey, you know, those are some of the funny things that make my life what it is and how it is. So, you know, just to let you all know, I don't know why I'm sharing that, but I just thought I would. We'll be back in a little while. Uh, we're going to be talking next about dealing with, I guess, energy leeches or lackluster people in your life. Coming up next in the Daily Fit Podcast.
It's time for another podcast excursion. Join us. We are the Della Fit Podcast. Three sixty degrees of holistic fitness and health all in one podcast. You're back with us, the De La Fit Podcast. So next up, we're gonna have a conversation about what I like to call lackluster people or energy leeches. Um, how to deal with that? When I say lackluster people or energy leeches, uh, what do I mean? So. I recently, I was, uh, how did I go about this? So I think we all, or a lot of us, we have those individuals in our lives. If you are the type of person who are, is about being constructive, positive, uh, progressive, being the best version of yourself, when you make that commitment with yourself to better yourself, that's when it seems that you find who are the lackluster people within your circle. Who are the individuals who are merely with you because misery, quote unquote, loves company or because they feel comfortable with their role in your life? Um, I heard Kevin Hart talk about this in his book. I've heard actually numerous individuals. I heard Jay-Z talk about this. I've heard... Um, Serena Williams I've heard numerous successful people speak about this and it wasn't until I actually heard them confirm some of the things that I had seen for myself that I was like oh this is what that is you know um a good friend of mine we would go back and forth and we call these individuals she uh, actually I'll use her word she calls them energy energy vampires you know, and it was funny because uh, her and I, we were going through, my friend uh, and I were going through some life changes at the time, dealing with uh, our significant others and just a lot in general. And we were both coming to awakenings at the same time that, you know, it was like we were we were starting to feel as though, you know, these entities were in our life like there were people in our lives who were just there to suck energy and then there were people in there who were just looking for positive people but not to grow with or not to build with but to just take from them you know it's really it's really interesting surreal and truthful but there are individuals out here who are looking for positive people merely to destroy their dreams it's it's a very very it's a very very uh how do i put it it's a very very amazing but truthful thing and there are also individuals out here who are just there to draft off of you they have no real movement they're again they're like leeches they just suck life from you you know and for many of you out there who are listening i'm sure you know who these people are within your life you've seen them if you haven't seen them you you you, you're familiar with them you've been there you know kind of what's going on you know they're the individuals who 
it seems like never never progress to any other level for example if they're they're that energy leech it seems like they're the person like no matter what you're doing there's always some issue in their lives there's always some type of drama that they need your assistance with there's you know and if it's not a drama it just seems like such a drain you know it's nothing positive about anything they say it's nothing that they strive for it's just sucking the energy out of you you know and then there are those those uh what i like to call them um those uh zombies they're like uh energy zombies they're the type of individuals where's you know if you're trying to be very progressive you know it's they have a look about them they're looking for people who are trying to be progressive and trying to be their best self those are the individuals who out of nowhere you meet them and they have a negative thing to say like for example if you're the type of person that likes to go to the gym and you like to work out you just like doing it it's just something you like doing it makes you feel good and they ask you questions like why why are you working so hard what are you doing that for or you know oh you know you're gonna go overboard you know you when they don't have anything really positive to say it seems like everything they say out their mouth about the positive thing that you're doing is a negative that's a, 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 an energy zombie they're just there to come over and just destroy eat you alive because they're you know that's what they're about because deep down at least in my opinion I'm not, I'm not speaking professionally on that you know I don't even know what the profession would be but you know they're just there to destroy they're not bringing any type of positive energy or, or to your life you know um one person i've listened to speak on this was charlo green uh charlo green is a former news anchor woman uh she started her own business uh dealing on social media and she's an entrepreneur but i follow her on social media and i like a lot of the progressive things that she talks about when it comes to business i don't like all of the things that she's uh deals with but her business ackerman her business mind is to me amazing and i think she speaks some real raw truth and she's one of those individuals that gives it to you straight whether you like her or like what she's about the 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 truth is there and she gives some pretty good tips when dealing with these type of individuals, how to deal with them. Uh, I would say Google her. Uh, you can Google her or you can actually find her on Instagram. Um, at the time, I, I, at the top of my head, it, it mistakes me. But I would say go on and, and, and peep her because she gives some really good entrepreneurial advice and how to deal with situations like this. But, you know, I've had my own dealings with individuals like this and one thing that i see is that misery does love company if you're a progressive person if you're about positivity if you're doing the best you can other individuals that are like that are going to reach out their hand to you even if you're not doing similar things they're going to reach out because they see oh you're about building the better you you're about progressing to a better level. You're about positive things. 
and this is what you want to do. You're serious. And just like they will say things to help bring you up, they're those individuals that are going to try to bring you down. What I've kind of learned to deal with them is, is I, I call it a, a, I call it like an, uh, a people audit in my life. You know, every now and again, I go through the people in my life. And I actually got this from my father. I'm so glad. This is something he taught me uh, a long ago uh, when I got into it with an associate of mine. And I, I actually went to check on him because I was actually worried about about him physically. I'm Actually, I went to visit a buddy of mine uh, just to hang out and he didn't answer his door. We were supposed to meet up and I was really worried because I had just lost my uncle and I just lost a mentor. They had um, my uncle had passed away from cancer. My mentor had unfortunately um, had an incident uh, in which he lost his life. So for me at this time, I was really concerned. I was like, man, you know, wow. I was like, I went to visit my friend, and he basically, I, I was worried because no one answered, you know. And I was at his house. And I was like, this is so weird. It's not like him, but. What he actually did was the next day I called him. He was like, oh, man, I just got hooked up with this girl and I just forgot about you. And I was kind of pissed. And I was like, yo, man, I was really worried, you know. And basically we got into a back and forth because he he said something smart. And I was like, yo, you know, I was worried. Right. And he was like, well, what? You know, the way he treated it was really like I thought like on some excuse my language, some fuckboy shit, excuse my language, I'm so sorry, um, but um, I say that to say that I told my father what was going on in the situation, because the way that my buddy, or at the time, my associate responded, I said, you know, I feel like this is something that deep down, you know, you don't let another man respond to you in this way, and at the time, I didn't handle it the way my my first initial emotional reaction was my notion first emotional reaction was to punch him in the face and i remember i told my father this you know i said you know but i didn't just react emotionally i just kind of fell back and i was talking to my pop about it and he said well let me ask you this before you get before you reevaluate this situation with this individual and decide that you want to turn it into a physical um altercation i want you to judge is this person worth having in your life what did they bring to your life and I started thinking about it and I was like although it was cool hanging out with the individual although there was some some pros there were some pros the biggest thing that kept hitting me in my head was that nothing ever got done the person was intensely creative the person was uh, intensely talented but nothing ever got fucking done ever it was always like a start and stop and nothing got done and then it would be just a lot of bullshit so i really weighed this and i was like you know what pop you're right this person doesn't really bring more positive than negative and i started stopped hanging out with the individual and from there it was a growing point and i took that lesson from my father and i started be doing what i call uh, uh, a friendship audit so and it sounds really really bad it sounds really really bad 
But the truth of it is, is sometimes you have to do this. And I do that in general with individuals who, you know, have been in my life. Um, I, I feel like your true friends, you know who they are. My true friends have been my true friends for years, you know, and even when I do my friendship audit, the first thing I see is that, you know, I weigh it and it's easy to see the positives I get because my friends, my true friends will do for me like I'll do for them. Even if they don't understand what I'm doing, they will do for me like I'll do for them. You know, we we'll, we help each other in any way we can, you know, whether it's uh, uh, support when I say support, it could be emotional support. It, you know, it's some way they're there. So, you know, and then I I take it from the true friends and I go down to the, you know, to the, you know, the homies, you know, the homie, the homie section, you know, and you could be my homie, whether you're a man or a woman in the homie section. That's where I start to order a little more. I'm like, all right, let me see. That session is it's like so people that I'm cool with but i might not totally trust you all the way maybe you only been my homie for about a year or two years you know what i mean you still got some time in so i I ordered that you know that relationship i'm looking at it i'm like what what's going on here what are they doing in their lives what are they doing do i want to be around that type of individual you know and then i have the associates the associates come and go so much uh from day to day and those are really the people that get audited the heaviest out of my life. So I look at them and I say, all right, who has made it from an associate to a homie? Mm, not that many. I've had 30 associates and only one might make it to the homie mode. All right. The rest of them got to go. And those are the individuals that I slowly like I phase them out, you know, and then there's some individuals you got to, you know, the 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 the. The benefit of the friendship audit is the fact that you're constantly going over the individuals, the actions of people. And it's really being mindful. It's another mindful act of what's going on with me and the people I'm associated with. And that's the big, that's the seriousness of it. And you have to do that at times. It's not a bad thing, although it sounds like it to some people. They might be like, I can't believe you do that. I can't believe you do that. I think it's necessary because as human beings, we're supposed to grow. We're supposed to change. You know, if you're not the person, if you're not different than the person you were last year or the year before that, then something's wrong. Something has to grow. If you're not learning something, if something isn't changing in you, you know, something's wrong because the world is changing every day. So I think it's good to audit and relook. And the word is probably a very aggressive word. That's probably if anybody hears this, they're probably going to be like, man, that's that's serious. But the truth of it is, is that you have to you have to evaluate the people in your circle because. If you're really trying to be the best version of yourself, it might sound harsh, but everybody in your circle isn't like that. If you are surrounded with people in your circle that are all trying to be the best version of themselves, you are in a rare 
breed of people and you need to thank the great God of the universe for those people. You need to call them all right now and say thank you. Thank you for being you and pushing yourself to be the best you can be because I appreciate that because it helps me be the best person I can be. But the reality is that's a very, very small, finite amount. It's not a common thing. So it's good to evaluate what's going on. It's good to say, okay, this individual's actions aren't the healthiest. And it's not to say that none of your friends aren't going to change and eventually say that, you know, oh, I'm doing better. I'm going to I'm going to do this. I want to do the best they can. It's not like that. What it is, is the fact of if you taking stock and what you want to be and making the decision that, OK, right now it's not healthy. It's not growing. And being around these individuals, our thought patterns are two different ways it could be something as simple as the fact of maybe you're just maturing to the point of you don't want to drink every friday you know what i'm saying it could be something simple you know so you know and maybe your friends that you're around maybe they're still about that life maybe they still get like getting lit every weekend and you're like look man (laughs) i don't want to i'm not about that life anymore you know so a friendship audit can be good at times. It's, it's nothing bad with that, you know, and I encourage that with people, you know, and I've probably on been on the end. I know I've been on the end of friendship audits at certain times because me, the me I am now is not the me I was five years ago. I actually have a story about that. I hope my friend doesn't mind. I tell it, but um, I recently got reconnected with a good friend of mine and we connected by accident. I think we connected on Facebook. And we were just talking on Facebook Messenger and they were like, "Look, where you been? I haven't talked to you. It's been it's been so long. Why are you mad at me? What's going on?" I was like, "No, I'm not angry at you. I don't know what you're talking about." They like, "Yeah, look, you know, it's been so long since we talked." And in my head, it hadn't been long at all. It honestly had not been long at all. Like to me, it was like only a year and when the person really brought it up I found out that it had been almost five years since I talked to this person and what took place was that the year we stopped talking a lot of changes had came about I had just broken up with a young woman that I was deeply in love with uh I really wanted to marry this woman uh we only dated for six months but I was just I just knew this woman was going to be the one like I could see myself having children with her and it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And she decided to step away from me. Uh, that was a hard, bitter pill to swallow, especially the way it was done, because it was almost like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm just going to stop talking to you. And that is a very bitter pill. Um, and I was broken I was really heartbroken by that. At that time, two of my friends, two to three of my friends had just gotten married. Uh, One was having a child. So there were a lot of different things going on. And I was just at this phase of my life. I was like, I'm single. The girl I really care about don't give a shit about me. Um, Everybody's progressing. What the hell am I doing with my life? What's going on? And 
uh, I remember the friend I'm talking about right now. I was supposed to go to their wedding, but I just couldn't make it. It was somewhere in Jersey, and at the time, I was like, I, I driving in Jersey for me, being from Philly, I was like, I don't know how to drive out of Philly. I didn't even have my license yet. And I was like, you know what? I can't make it. I'm so sorry. And I went into a depression. I went into a depression, and this was during the winter time. And one of the things I used, I know I was depressed because one of the things I used as an excuse is I used to have this black phone board in my room. And I used to use it for studio purposes. So it was really cold. And what I did was I placed that black phone board over the windows. And my excuse was the fact that it was to keep out the cold. I kept that phone board up all the way until June. Part of that I was like, oh, partly it was lazy and partly I was being lazy because I didn't feel like taking it down. I taped it up really good, but it would keep the room dark. And that's how I felt inside. I was really, truly hurt from this breakup and just from a lot of things. And eventually I just got to the point I was like, you know what? I don't have any children. I don't have a girlfriend. I have no real body to hold me back. Fuck it. And I just went hard. I got my license. I think I got my license that the week of my birthday, which is July, uh, July the 17th. And then from there, <clears throat> excuse me, what I did was I signed up for my first certification to go to uh to go to school and get my first certification in uh, being a physical trainer. And it just started a, a, a snowball effect. What took place was I got my first uh, certification. And after that, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to take another one. And I was taking lectures. I was taking um, um, uh, what is those called? Lectures online. I was doing the work. I was, you name it. I was just going. And then it seemed like at this time, my job was doing all these trainings on trauma and, uh, 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 recognizing, uh, trauma within and, uh, uh, mental health, uh, was it mental first aid for children and adults and just all these things. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And it was like, I was literally just engrossed in all this knowledge. And I was like, okay. So I, the, the only thing I can tell you is that what started out as a beginning and, you know, just, it was, I was engrossed in a, like a black hole. I just went in and I just started working really hard. And when I came out of that hole, I would say maybe it was about last year. And when I looked up, you know, because in the middle of it, I had made a plan. I said, you know, what? I'm going to get my master certification from uh, ISSA. I wanted to get this master certification because I said that just I, I, that's what I want. I want to have a mass be a master certified personal trainer, which would is like six or seven. I think it's six or seven um, certifications. Um, and I got them in certain specialties, which is youth fitness, senior fitness, uh, and, and, and a few others, uh, that I have, um, it was a youth fitness, senior fitness, uh, nutrition and, uh, 
I think it is corrective exercise and a few others. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, but um, I just went in. I went in hard. I went in real hard. And when I came out, you know, I shortly after I came out, it was like, you know what? Because I, 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 I love podcasts. I really love podcasts. And I just started listening to a lot of podcasts. And I actually was using certain podcasts to help me go to sleep. And I, uh, I ran into this this app called Anchor. And I was like, you know what? I want to do a podcast. i never forget I was talking to my, my homie Will. And I was like, you know what? You know, we were just talking about different things we wanted to do. So I saw an advertisement on Instagram. And I was like, I'm going to do this. What I got to lose? I downloaded it and then it started. What started, I think, now almost a year from my yard, you know, just talking in my phone and doing my podcast. And my first podcast, all of you who have listened and, you know, focused and stayed tuned and, you know, supported, y'all know it was rough. Y'all know it was rough. Like, ooh, my first podcast was rough. But, what I've grown and matured to now is way different. That's what I'm trying to say than five years ago. And when you get to that level of, all right, what do I want to do? Where do I want to take myself? What do I want to do? It changes you. And I can understand why I might have been audited out of other people's lives. Because if you're not at that level yet you're not going to be on the same journey your intellectual journey is going to be so different and you have to go on that journey it's a must if you're serious about it you have to so i say this to everybody out there who's dealing with individuals in their lives who are like this don't be afraid to have that uh that audit don't be afraid to, and maybe audit is too harsh, but don't be afraid to rethink about some of those individuals in your lives right there. Maybe you need that space. It's not saying that they're going to be gone forever. You're not going to ever hang out. It's just you're going on your path, and it's an important path. It's an important journey. You should do it because if it's for you to be better, if it's for you to mature, if it's for you to grow, to be that person that you want to be, that you see, that you see, nobody else, if it is for you to design your life and define who you are, not who your friends say you are, not who your family says you are, not who your your supervisors and all that, who you say you are, because this is your movie, this is your book, this is your story, don't let anybody else define who your character is, you define it. Then you know what? It's necessary to have and rethink who you're around. You know, so I just wanted to take the time out to talk a little bit about that. We're going to take a little break to uh, have these sponsors come in and we'll be back soon. So. We're getting ready to come to the end of uh, this episode of the Daylight Fit Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed uh, this conversation that we had. Um, we, I'm excited about uh, some future 
guests. I want to get into that in a few moments. But uh, I just, again, I'd like to take the time for everybody out there who is listening uh, to the conversation um, that we're having. Uh, my digital family out there, the questions that you ask, the conversations, the topics. Um, we're listening and we hear you and we're discussing this. And um, I always like to go over the point of why we are the type of health and fitness based program or fitness and health program that we are. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Fitness is not just about how much weight you can lift on a barbell and how many reps you can do or just about the amount of avocado that you're eating. It touches so many things. It's the circle that we live in. It's the 360 degrees that we live in. It's not just a well-placed tag, although it is a very nice and amply put tag. Um the thing of it is is that we touch on everything here that is fitness fitness is not just again what you're doing in the gym it is about what you're doing in your life your spiritual fitness your financial fitness you know it's about uh how you're relating to yourself your mental fitness all of those are very important and you cannot exclude any object or any area of your life when it comes to fitness and health and that's why we are the type of program that we are and that's why we bring the type of guests and have the type of conversation that we have that's why we also reach out to you out there to ask the questions to you of what do you want to discuss what what is it that you're interested in what is it that is important to you you know um and that's why I'm so excited about our one of the next guests that we're going to have uh, coming up this week. Uh, the conversation about marijuana and C CBD oil, I think I pronounced that correct, uh, is a a large one. You know, uh, it is something that has come about more often than none. It's been a debate in the media. It's been debated in Congress has been debated all over uh, in, in the United States and the conversation and we're starting to see changes when it comes to individuals talking about uh, marijuana and marijuana dispensaries and um, we're seeing that the different states are starting to get involved here and there and you know um, it, it's becoming slight different I should excuse me I should say it's becoming something that I say that different states are, are getting involved in because they're, um, I want to say they're starting to see the benefits and pros of the positives that can be, uh, that can come from uh, certain things with this plant. Uh, but we're going to have the discussion. And the discussion is for those out there who, you know, are asking the questions, what's going on? You know, why am I hearing this in the media? What is this? You know, why why are they talking about this uh, this topic? You know, and what do I need to know? Um, there are a variety of individuals who say that uh, CPD can help or marijuana can help with a variety of different uh, ailments. But this is something that I and I'll say it right off the top. You know, I don't know anything about. I'm not a smoker. I don't smoke. I'm, I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't smoke anything. Um, but the conversation is worth having. And we're going to be joined by Miss Elena Frankel. Uh, Elena Frankel 
uh, is uh, co-founder of Indigo and Haze, a highly curated uh, marketplace for plant-based wellness, beauty, and living. Uh, the company focuses on access to quality products, education to learn the truth and unlearn the disinformation about the plant. So she will be here next week and we're going to ask her some questions and definitely we're going to uh, approach you, the listeners, for questions about this topic because this is something I am unaware of. So we're going to actually uh go to you all out there and go to the lines and uh, ask you all to, you know, bring in your questions, ask questions and texts and emails about this topic. You know, uh, what is it that you would like us to to ask Miss Frankel? Um, I think it's going to be a, a, a dynamic discussion and I can't wait. Uh, with that being said, we're getting ready to sign out. As I always like to promote and as I always like to put we are the family you know it takes a village and for those of you who know what the term the village is and for those of you who this term is new to you know it's always said that it takes a village to raise a child well we are all somebody's child and with that in mind that means that we should all each one teach one so that we can developed to be the best individuals we can be so that we can grow and inspire that is the true definition of success in my book to grow to be the best person you can be and to help others to do the same you know when you reach out your hand to your fellow man or woman to humanity you're doing a great service for humanity so with that being said i wish you all a great and beautiful weekend a beautiful week i wish you love i wish you peace and prosperity thank you and have a great great day you've been listening to the delafit podcast ta for now